So, Alistair, it's good to see you again. What you've been talking about um, is, first off, uh, it's good that you're beginning to recognize that, that most of us are not aware of the moods that we're in, and you're beginning to wake up to that sort of thing. <clears throat> and so that's kind of a congratulations that you can, in fact, see that this anger is old and it is recurring. And so and actually we lie to ourselves, we're deluding ourselves when we say to ourselves that, oh, I'm finished with that now, because in fact, if we have those thoughts and beliefs, then that makes it harder for us to see it when it does reoccur. Yeah. All right. And so now the way of looking at it is, is that you can be glad that you can, in fact, see that stuff occur because you already have a confirmation bias that fixes it so that you can't see it. Yeah. But, but when you're ready to be able to see it, that's also part of the process of being ready to do something about it. So long as we're not ready to change something, we'll kind of hide from it, deny it, let it not be. And in fact, the, the, the number one place where that happens is around lying, that we lie about things because we don't want to see what we're doing is wrong because we expect to keep doing it. But once we can come to the point that I'm ready now to see that that's enough dukkha that I'm going to put a stop to it, now we can be honest with ourselves and see it better. We won't be lying to ourselves or to others about it. An example would that be is, is that when people are having an argument and one of them says to the other, when you sound like you're very angry, I'm not angry. And then, in fact, the most recent time that that happened, she used the word confrontational. Well, confrontational is angry, <laughs> but she but she's not supposed to be angry. She's got some sort of rule in her head. And so instead of being able to see the anger as anger, she wants to lie about it so that she can keep doing it. Make it OK. OK, and so anger and and that sort of stuff is, is very important for us to actually be able to see it for what it really is. And that not only that, but we can see it for what it really is, is because it's dukkha. We're feeling bad. We don't feel well at all. When people are angry, they can't think straight either. That yeah. when we're angry, we're hot, we're bothered. And so when we get that way, it's really an important thing to recognize that that's what the state that we're in. Because then we have a choice. If we can't see it, if we deny that anger, we have no choice about it. And like I said, deep down inside, we really don't even want to have a choice. Okay, so we don't really, so 
with that not wanting to have a choice, then we lie about it. But now that we're willing to see that, wait a minute, getting angry and whatnot is dukkha. Now I can see it. I have a choice about it. Okay. And and basically, um, when we're angry in public or when we're angry out loud, the very, very first thing to do is to shut up, close the mouth, don't talk. Let's deal with that anger directly rather than uh, spewing it around. Okay, let's not spread the fire. So uh, once we can see that we're angry, you know, humanity in general has had ways of dealing with this stuff all throughout the ages. And we've we've heard them in cliche forms and whatnot, and we can take advantage of that. One of them is, is to count to 10. Another one is to take a few deep breaths. In fact, taking a few deep breaths is exactly what we need to do because that will throw out the adrenaline and whatnot that's in the body, those chemicals that uh, associate with being angry and upset. And so by breathing deeply, we bring in new oxygen, have that stuff broken down and then breathing it out as amino acids and carbon dioxide and stuff like that. So breathing well. And then, in fact, you said you would go to jump rope. Well, guess what happens with jumping rope? One of the most important things about jumping rope is, is that you have to breathe. Yeah. You can't hold your breath and jump rope for long. <laughs> Okay. That, that those are the activities and so you don't even now that we know that we don't even have to go do the jump rope instead what we can do is the breathing because that's what's really needed and now we're getting actually closer to the actual practice of Anapanasati is because if you start intentionally breathing well and slowing down with the intention the idea of the attitude that we can, in fact, get rid of this anger. That's exactly what we're looking for, that we can come back to a level of feeling safe and secure because almost all anger comes from the feeling unsafe, insecure. That in fact, the, the anger is the natural outcome of the, let us say, instinctual power to protect ourselves from fear of the self-preservation instinct. And now we're going to start acting wisely rather than instinctually so that we can deal with our fear without anger. We can deal with our fear with wisdom instead. And so what is the words now that we're going to say to ourselves is everything's okay. There's no reason to be angry. Let me take a few deep breaths and settle down. If you do that every time the anger comes up, then you'll be able to deal with that anger. So the question is, can you be on guard for that anger when it comes up? You've got something to deal with it. And that's something to deal with it actually builds up the attitude that you can deal with these feelings because you've got a method, you've got a tool 
And so that gives you the confidence. And that confidence eventually then deals directly with the fear also, so that we don't have to deal in fear. We can deal as if we can handle any situation, no need for fear. But our power comes through wisdom and um, knowledge that we've got it, that we can do the right thing. Yeah, I noticed that fear and anger are like almost the same thing because like, like how I was telling you before that like my stomach would, like I would feel like a fear response in like my stomach. Recently it's been more like I go into work and I'm just like really mad for like the first like two hours or like, like literally like today I was like, I'm gonna like quit like before I went to work and it was like really stupid, but I was all like, I'm gonna like, I can't do this anymore. And like, I don't know. And like, I, I know like it's not true either, you know, but mm-hmm. I, how I was feeling. Well, now we know better things to do that we can instead deep breathe that in fact, uh, I can't stand it anymore and I'm going to quit is actually a lie that you told yourself. Yeah. Right. Because you didn't quit. You got over that. And so look at the fact that we actually lie to ourselves and work ourselves up for no reason at all. Yeah. So this is the important part of the practice is, is to start seeing this stuff, knowing that we can, in fact, change it. We can gladden the mind. We can brighten the mind. We can come out of these emotional states. And the quicker we see them directly, then the easier they are to change. In the beginning, it's a lot of work. The eight, uh, the, the Eightfold Noble Path has right uh, Aryan or noble effort. And that effort is a lot because we're slow in the beginning. In other words, once the pile has piled up high, it's gotten heavy and it takes extra effort to get rid of it. But if we can catch that pile before it piles up, then we can get rid of it easier. And so in that regard, the effort that it takes becomes a skill. So then in the beginning, it takes a lot of work. But as we gain skill of being able to move the stuff and skill of remembering to look and the skill of actually seeing these thoughts and these feelings, the easier they are to change. And so we want to practice. Practicing often. Mm Yeah, I haven't been. Go ahead. I haven't been like, I don't think I've been taking like enough time to like seclude myself for like a while or like, you know, and like try to just, you know, like try to like get into that like first jhana like state, you know, where I'm like feeling like, um, I just, I, I feel like if I took the time, like if I took more time, I would just be like, like way calmer like all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. Just, well, now that you know that, now you need to take the effort that it takes to actually plan on and then doing the sitting down for five, ten minutes several times a day and and be happy, feel good, work on that. Yep. Come out of that anger and come into a much better state. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it's also just like like me being ungrateful for like, you know, like you said, like you, me thinking that like not having anything to do is like a bad thing. Or that I should probably just be grateful that like I don't have anything to do for a while. Yeah, that's wonderful. I mean, you've been spent so many years now being busy, 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 busy. And so you think you got to be busy. And in fact, the busyness gets built in. But we can bring that back down. We can recognize that busy and kind of deal with it. Never mind. There's no reason to feel busy. There's no reason to feel like you've got to go do something. That it really is okay to be unproductive to enjoy life itself for being alive rather than having to produce and produce and to produce. Yeah. In fact, humanity has produced themselves into to almost destroying this poor planet. We've dug so many holes. You could say, in fact, that the planet Earth with humans has a really bad skin rash. And when humans are gone, the earth can heal. But here us humans are still thinking, oh, I've got to produce, I've got to produce, I've got to dig a deeper hole. I've got to put out more plastic trash. Because that's the culture that we were born and raised in. And it comes up into that form of, oh, I've got nothing to do. Boredom. We call it boredom in the West. An unpleasant feeling because we don't know what to do. So when the kids say that they're bored, mom will get books out or puzzles or crayons or something like that to give the kids something to do. But in the West, very rarely will the mom say to the kid, wow, that's really great. You've got nothing to do. Just sit there and enjoy the moment. But moms don't know how to say that. It's not part of our culture. Yeah. So we can just sit here and just enjoy. I mean, why, why do you have to have something to do? <laughs> You can sit, watch the breath, and just enjoy the fact that you can, in fact, take in data. Just take in data. Through the eyes and through the ears and through the chair and through your arms and just be alive and just take in data. Yeah. Take a deep breath and just enjoy. 
because you got nothing else to do. Which is actually what they mean by Zazen, just sitting. There's nothing to do. You don't have to get enlightened. You're already enlightened. Just enjoy. But we have to practice that. Why? Because ordinarily you're ready to get restless and and, um, uh, bored and want to go do something. So we have to kind of train ourselves to enjoy being bored. In fact, we don't even call it boredom then. We call it enjoyment instead. Yeah, like, um, I think, like, if you are, like, wanting, like, something, like, being my kind of group, and I think that's kind of how I've been, like, a little bit, like, I, like, I was talking about this last time, too, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, more to, like, get something out of it than, like, the process that, like, is all, all that it is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So I think I definitely have to cultivate like the just like light, like the light mind, like just being like feeling like more like happy, like often. Oh, yeah. Yes, let you. That's the right word. Cultivate or skill development or practice. They're all the same thing is that these are skills that must must be developed because you don't you're not very skillful at being happy and happy is a skill that needs to be developed that we are in fact lied to in our society the the society from mom and all the teachers onward they teach oh in order for you to be happy you have to produce something of value and when you produce something of value then it's you get the reward of being able to be happy. That's built into the culture. And the answer to that is, oh, no, you don't have to do anything. You're still alive. You can be happy. You don't need to go produce something. Just being is enough. Because you yeah. do actually have control of your feelings. See, the, that way of you've got to go produce something of value means that you really don't have control over the way you feel. Some magical dude up in the sky or whatever, some um, teacher's going to pat us on the head or something like that. The one who determines that your production is valuable. You get your happiness from them. They give you permission to be happy because you've done your job. The reality is that you've already done the job that you need to do, and it didn't have to do with any production of anything that somebody else wanted. Your happiness comes within your mind if you can do it. And that's the skill to be developed. Of sitting there and basically talking yourself into being happy. Wow, there's nothing to do and no place to go. And I can just sit here and just enjoy life. <sighs> oh. A 
and you can develop the happiness directly. You don't have to go do something or get something or buy a car or get a particular kind of outfit to wear or a particular dance routine or any of that kind of stuff because none of that stuff ultimately makes anybody happy anyway. That's the lie that we've been told in our society. That everyone, let us say a particular skill and two people can do it. And one does it and gets rewarded and he feels happy. The other one does exactly the same thing and he doesn't feel happy. That's possible, you know, which means then that that skill is not the source of the happiness. The source of the happiness is the decision that we make on the inside of the mind. Are we going to be happy or what? And when you recognize that, then you can choose to feel the way you want to feel. But it has to be practiced. Because you're not in the habit of being in control of your mind and habits and feelings. No one is. We're not taught how to do that as children. 